Ladies and gentlemen, happy 4th of July and welcome to a very special edition of Crazy Funny Asians because of our very, 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 very special guest. My sister, my my, I, I love this woman so much. She is, she is like, she's been my heart in LA for like years. She buys me little gifts. She's like, she is literally my little sister, my Ninang, my, my I don't even know what to, how to qualify this woman in my career, in my life. Miss Ellen D. <laughs> No, you know, I mean, I, I love you, and I I'm so happy too. that you're here on my show. Thank and I'm, you for having me. I'm so glad that you're my special Fourth of I, July I weekend guest. And you're, I mean, because I mean, we've been we've been friends for a long time. We have, and we've been like Dusty, yeah, De Los Santos, that's where, that's and, where it and even the what was it, the but blood spot. We did the uh, first reading of us, uh, the Oswankla. What was it with bloodletting? Bloodletting. Blood I mean, yes. we did. We've been we've been through some stuff, you know. And we have. I mean, that lady, remember that, that director lady in the bloodletting, the first director? That was a, that, that was a lie. And then we had we like a... We won't say actor. her name. We won't say her name. I don't yes. even remember her name, to be honest. I do. Good. You remember. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't remember. I remember it for a reason, though. Good. You remember for a reason. <coughs> Maybe we'll share that reason as we talk. Who knows? I mean, this, it might come up in the conversation. There's a lot of controversy we have. We've shared a lot of... We have a lot of history between the two of us. Yes. And that's why we... I feel like we've become such good friends is because... I mean, like when you're friends, it's cool when y'all everybody's happy and all, yeah. we're all smoking weed and partying and all backstage <laughs> and doing fun stuff, right? But it's when you have to go through some shit, you know, when you have yeah. to face hard shit and then keep an artistic vision together. And we like we did that a couple times. We, we have done that, and it's, times. it's 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 pretty cool to be able to say that you did that, and then to be able to say I did that with you. And then to currently see who you're doing your artistic visions with is I'm I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Like it's, I mean we I, we met uh, after you got in with How I Met Your Mother. So you had already been on TV. Did we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess so, yes. we, we we met we met you'd already been on TV. What year What year did we meet? Uh, I can't remember. It was it's a while back. Like probably like eight or nine years ago, I'd say. Now like Dusty was probably because we met at Dusty, right? Yeah. Um. Probably um, like two thousand twelve, maybe. I would say no. I would say let's see. Nicole and I met in twenty. Yeah. Thirteen. Twenty thirteen. So, so that, 20, that, no, that was bloodletting. Right, that was bloodletting. So and then a few years before that. So, so probably around twenty eleven. Yeah, twenty eleven. Maybe yeah. in twenty ten. Yeah. Right. Um, so we've been through it, and uh, so yeah, so we, I think we met like you already had done. How I Met Your Mother so, during yes. that time because yes. you're already, you're already, you already did like twelve episodes of that show, right, Patrice? Yes, but I I did, but I think it was right maybe before that. God, it's really it's, it, it all runs together, doesn't it? Did I do? Uh, I I, you, you were doing it. I think you had you were gonna go back again. You'd oh, okay. you done you done a couple times. Yeah, you were in the middle of doing okay. it for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want you to talk about that. Tell, tell Patrice's story, even from like the casting process and the whole thing, because I, I know people would love to hear that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good story. Um, in 2008, in 2008, I was part of the ABC Diversity Showcase. Cool. 
And so ABC does this. It's changed a lot since I've done it. But um, and then I went on to to direct, become a. I was a shadow director, and then I was a. I saw full, that on your IMDb that you full, directed Diversity full, Showcase. Full director, yeah. Uh, full circle on that. Yes, it was. I went, it was even actually more full circle. And I I can talk about that later. But, Definitely. But then a couple years later, I got a phone call. I was doing jury duty, um, and I actually got chosen. And I was actually supposed to be, like, juror number one. And I got um, an email from my, my manager at the time saying, hey, you have an audition for How I Met Your Mother. Um, you know, and I saw that it was like going to be a one-link co-star. And so I was like, okay, cool. But I was probably going to be, like, on a jury. So, so I told my manager, I was like, okay, that's fine. It was, I think it was, like... Two days later, like I luckily, I mean, nowadays, like auditions are like the next day. Yeah. But this one was like a couple days away and I said, okay, just, you know, let them know I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be there. And then at the time I wasn't in the union. I was part of. Wow. Um, so you went union with How I Met Your Mother? I did. That's I was awesome. Hartley. Yeah. I was, I was part of equity at the time, uh, but I wasn't. I wasn't in SAG effort, and I wasn't even SAG eligible, like even, because I had only been part of equity for, like you have to be part of equity for a couple of years before then you're eligible to be, to join a, the sister union. Anyways, so I went back to jury duty the next day, and they were doing the whole process of interviewing the jurors, mm-hmm. and they're like, is there anyone here who would like to say anything in regards to the case? And so I was like, oh, shit I'm like I guess I, I mean I was so nervous like to raise my hand but I was like how do I do this so I, I raised my hand and I said um so I'm an actor and I said if you knew how little I had in my bank account I said I have an audition like in the next couple in, like tomorrow you would release me and then after I I said that then the rest of the jury that was on, like the you know that was that was possibly going to get picked, the, all the people start raising their hands. Like it just like they needed one person to like feel okay and like of course I'm yeah. And then the floodgate right. <coughs> Excuse me. No worries. So then they then everyone else like said, oh, I can't do it for this reason or whatever. So they took a little break and they they were like talking the lawyers and the judge and then they came back and they said, okay, we're going to release the following jurors. And, and and they released me at the time. Oh, so I was see? so happy. So I then, uh, I went to the audition. I think it was like the next day. And I thought, it's a one-link co-star. I was like, th- I'm like, I'm not even in the union. The pr- I'm not going to get it. Like somebody else, it's so easy for them to give it to somebody else. Sure. But the thing was, it was specifically calling for a Filipina. And I, it didn't say plus size, but it said something about like, her size, like she was a bigger sure. girl, and it was very specific. Like I fell very much into what they were looking for. Right. But at the same time, it was literally one line. It was literally, "He's so dreamy." That's it. And I was like, "Well, anybody can say that." So, um, so I was there, and I think I like ran into a few people that I knew. I went into the restroom before my audition, and it it was it's on the Fox lot, and the How I Met Your Mother buildings and all everything were. I mean, everything, all their offices are in the same building. And so I went to the restroom and then Marissa Ross, who was the casting director, was like, 
came into the bathroom and we kind of like crossed paths and she was like, hi. And I was like, hi. And like, she was like, I I felt like I was like, oh, she, she knows me. I don't know how, like she knows who I am. Yeah. Yeah. So go back in the waiting room. Then they call me in and her office was, was pretty tiny. And I mean, it was literally like you and I are what, like maybe three feet apart. Sure. And her desk is right there. And, and her sister was her, uh, casting associate. Okay. And so she All was in the, the room. Yeah, <laughs> she was in the room. She's, she's, they're both still, Marissa, I think, is in Spain currently, but Jessica is still, Ross is still a, uh, she's, she's a casting a, a person. And, and so we're in the room, and then Marissa goes, um, look, she's looking at my resume, and she was like, so you're, um, you're not in the union? I said, no. And she said, oh, and you're not even SAC eligible? I said, no. And she goes, oh, but you're part of equity. And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, yeah. She goes, you know, hopefully in a couple of years you can you can join. And I said, yeah, that'd be you know that'd be great. And then she goes, she goes, y- you know, and she goes, today might be your lucky day. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. So <laughs> that's awesome. I know. So I I did the line, and then I think she gave me a note. I can't even remember what the note was. And then I said it again. She was like, okay, great. Thanks so much, Ellen. So that was it. Yeah. And then I think it was either later that afternoon or the next day, I got a call from a manager and they said, they, you're, they want to put you on a veil. Um, but they also, if, but, oh, no, it was, I think it was that they wanted to hire me. They were putting me on a veil because it was Labor Day weekend and they didn't know if they were going to keep the part because okay. a lot of times, yeah. if it's a one-line little thing, they don't know if they have enough time for it. We talked about my first, my, my literally my first movie, the first day the of the day, the day of the set. I was on set, and they were like, "Now nah, your line's cut today. Your line's cut." Um, so yeah, oh no. Oh my god! Yeah. Right. So you and know, that happens. Yeah, it happens. That's just how it goes. Because <laughs> sometimes your part of the story isn't the part of the story that they want to tell. Right. 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 And so. Um, so they said, you know, in the meantime, so they said, we'd like to, we need to wait until after Labor Day and then we'll, you know, we'll, f- we'll hopefully book, but we'll, we need to see if we're going to keep the line in. And, mm-hmm. and then they said, in the meantime, though, we're going to Taft Hartley Ellen. And the way that process works is we need to prove to the union that there's nobody like her else that they can, we can get to play the part. Right. So collected some information for them, whatever they needed, and I sent that. And then I think, and then like Tuesday came around, and they called and they said, "Yeah, you're like, you know, you're in." Yeah. So the crazy thing about it all was that it was my first television show, but I had had my friend, our friend, mutual friend Jason Rogel, had okay. shot on the show. Yeah. Before, and I feel like I knew somebody else who had done the show, but I'd asked Jason. I was like. How, what is it like? And he's like, it's a very well-oiled machine. You know, By the, the way, as you mentioned, Jason, before we yeah. go on. Yo, hey, Jason. Look, right. Ellen's here. Right. You know, next, next, I next up. I'm just, him. you know, Jason need to be on the show right. too. Yeah. I love, we all love, we, everybody loves Jason. Everybody. And Jason needs to be on the show. So just, yes. just, so just, you know, quick Putting little shout out, out to Jason. I know you're going to listen to this, Jason, because this is, this is your twin. You're going to listen. So, hey, Jason. Right. Here's your offer to be on Crazy Funny Asians. There okay? you go. Now, you said you're asking Jason about how, how yes. I met your mother. And, and go yes. ahead. Yes. So, I called Jason, and he was like, it's a very well-oiled machine. And he's like, you know, you'll probably be in and out. I was like, okay, great. And um, especially if it's just like one line. So, I 
Um, oh, so I got the script. I was shooting on a Friday. And I noticed on the script when I got it that another person that I knew got cast. Okay. And she, I found out she was shooting the same day as me. Oh, great. So I was like, oh my, I was like, oh, I have like comfort, like knowing somebody. And it was it's like. It's so cool that this is your first TV. It like, was. It was first like. Thing. It was, it, it just was one of those things that was like. Everything fell into place. It yeah. was as if the, the, the acting gods, I always say this, I'm like, the acting gods went, Ellen, <laughs> yes, I'm going to present you with like the ultimate gift. Um, so I showed up, my friend like literally had, I think her call time was a little bit before me. And then like we hung out, like we saw each other in the tra- in the makeup trailer, and then we like hung out in our dressing rooms, and like it was so comforting yeah. to know somebody and have a familiar face. She shot before me, then she left. I was the last shot of the day, so I was the last shot of the week. So the way how I met your mother works is you would have um, uh, they have a, a table read on Monday. On Tuesday there was um, uh, blocking for network and then with changes to the script and you would do an informal read with the cast in the morning and then you would shoot Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, I'm sorry, Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it also was not shot in front of an audience. So people get confused. So it was a hybrid show. And so what they would do is they'd shoot the whole thing, edit it. Then they would show it to people and then record them laughing. That's so crazy. that's why you hear people laughing. Yeah, so yeah. It yeah. seems like it's it was shot in front of an audience, but it wasn't. So that's so interesting. Yeah, and I didn't go to any table reads until my second season. But so I'm just telling you how right. How it but all that, look at that. See the inside workings. Yes. Of how I, I met your mother. mother. Look at that. So Friday, I was the last scene of the day for that episode. And so I got called in. Oh, and then I think, like, while I was there, of course, I, like, always do my research about, like, everything and anybody. So, as you know, when you get a breakdown of, like, a show you're going in for, you you know, you know, yeah. who, you know who casting is, you know who wrote the show, you know who the director is. And so I... You watch the show, you make yeah. sure you're good, well-versed yes. in the rhythms of the show, of course. Right. We so, talked about it with Kelvin in the last episode. Right. Yeah. So, Courtney Kang who is currently a writer, I believe, and producer on, on a Fresh Off the Boat, um, created the character Patrice. And I knew who she was because I had done my research. See, that's, and, and we see, ran, that's yeah. so cool that so, she created that character. She, but, and, it's, and it just gets better. Mm-hmm. So we ran into each other on set, and she said, I said, she's like, hi, I'm Courtney. I'm like, I know. And she was like, so nice to meet you. And she said, you know, thanks for being here. And I was like, uh, thank you for having me. And she said, uh, yeah, you, you know, we loved your audition tape. And, and I was like, well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so that was cool. Cause I got to meet her and she's Asian American. She's Korean, half Korean, um, uh, half Caucasian. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, much like me, who's Mestiza. Yeah. And um, so we got, finally I'm up on set and I didn't know how it was going to be really shot. Sure. There were all of these little vignettes. So it's, it's like, I think episode three or four of season seven. Okay. And then you'll see. So like, it's like, so there's another, another woman, a very talented woman named Nazanin Boniati who played, 
as character was playing uh, Neil Patrick Harris's Barney Stinson, his character's love interest at the time. Okay. And so we all worked together in the office that also Kobe Smulders' character worked in. Right. And so um, so I had all of this, these reaction shots because the episode is about Barney sending her character all of these these like gifts. And so I didn't know that like I would be doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was really great and super fun um, because, you know, they were just like, you know, you're going to react to her being delivered roses and you're going to be, you know, and, and one of the things about that I'm told about myself is that I, I'm very expressive in the face. It's very hard for me to hide what I'm feeling. Yes. I don't need words. It's all usually in my face. Yes. So it kind of ended up being this, again, gift that I just got to react to things. And then I had the line. And then I actually had another line, but that got cut from, from that episode. The original episode, okay. And, um, but it was one of those, like, I'm, I won't like, go into all the details of everything, but it just was, like, literally to this day... Probably like one of the best days of my life. Of course, it, it sounds like you, it I, just was like so incredibly magical. Yeah, um, and the set itself, like you know, the, again, it was a, it was season seven for them. You'd seen the show so many the times. Show, well, and the show was a very well oiled machine, like yeah. Jason had said, and also they'd always had the same director for most of the episodes, sure. who is Pam Fryman, who if anyone has worked with her. Everyone is li- like literally wants to be the the president of her fan club. She is one of the most amazing, giving, loving, talented, wonderful, like person like I probably have ever met. Sure. And again, it was like, and I wouldn't really know this. I mean, I knew it on set, but. But it wasn't until I had more experiences on set with her that you really saw, like, how amazing, like, everyone was. And and I really believe that that does all stem from kind of the leader, mm-hmm. you know, which of course. was her and also Carter and Craig, of course, who are the creators of the show, mm-hmm. who are wonderful, gifted awesome people. I mean, themselves. a show doesn't last that long and, and, and no, all those stars don't stay for as long as they do if it's not something really right. awesome. So, um, so yeah, it just, I mean, again, like I could go on and on about that day. It just was one of those things where it was like, so Michael Shea, who's the first AD, I mean, I remember him saying like, well, so where, where'd you come from? Like, he's like, where have you been? And I was like, I've been around. I just, you know what I mean? It was one of those things. We're going to talk about where you come from because Ruby is a big deal too. And that's such a beautiful story as well. Because, because, I mean, Ruby was kind of where you you, you were like, hey, I'm here. And this is me. For a lot, in a lot of ways. I mean, and I know you've probably done so much other work besides that. No, but it was. But it was one of those. something for me. Exactly. It was almost like written for you and in the same way that. Patrice was kind of written like Ruby yeah. in a lot of ways was specifically like specific. I don't to I don't see that, any other right. Filipina actors oh. carrying that off the oh. way that you did it. You know well, what I mean? Thanks. I mean, I'm just thanks. I'm just hey, I'm giving credit where credit is Thank due you. because we talk a lot about on this podcast about how 
yes, you know, the, the film and the theater stuff and the, and, the, and the TV stuff is all great, but yeah. it, it always starts and like we met yeah. on a play. Doing it right. And, play. and right. like, I think the theater and, and, and the art of doing theater and the art of being on stage is something that you wouldn't be able to have those magical days. Absolutely. In, in, of how I met your mother and meet all those them. magical people, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Because I, I can't even imagine the first gig, like your first union gig, happened to be yeah, how I met amazing. your mother. I mean, because we, we have similar stories in our first union gig. Because I told a little bit of the story of my first union gig um, and Kelvin's yeah. episode where we talked about... You know, and it was I, a movie? It was a movie. It was, okay. uh, I, I did a movie called Light It Up. Uh-huh. And... It was with uh, Forrest Whitaker and mm-hmm. Judd Nelson mm-hmm. and Rosario Dawson wow. and Usher and Fred Rose Starr from Onyx and uh, Clifton Collins, Collins from a whole bunch of stuff. And wow. it's like a whole bunch of Sarah Gilbert, right? Yeah. And so I told this story about how my line got cut and Sarah Gilbert tells this story. And I'll tell the story again because it's such a good story. <laughs> but Sarah Gil- Silbert tells me the story about how her friend booked Roseanne. And mm-hmm. Roseanne, you know, on Monday, like you said, talking about it, and how yeah. I met your mother on Monday, he was in three scenes in Roseanne. But then by Wednesday, when they were doing the rehearsals, it was only one scene. And then by Thursday, it was a couple lines. And then by Friday, shoot day, shoot day, he's out. Oh, wow. Right? And she told the story exactly the way I'm telling you yeah. this story. But then she ended it, her button was, and his name is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. So he's good. So he's good. Don't worry about he's it. He's okay. Yeah. And that was, the, that was the first day on set for me. So, yeah, you, first days on set are always, there's always a little, there's always a little fucking magic there, if you, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're lucky, you get to have that. Yeah. You get to have those people that tell you that story. Yeah, or, or, or even just, like, like, like you're the, the, the director being so nurturing yeah. to you through the whole thing. Or, oh, or yeah, getting yeah. to meet the writer that created your Absolutely. character. I mean, those things are, like, those are the moments, like, that I feel, like, because sometimes you get these big, beautiful, magnificent days, and they're all, like... Sun is shining, and oh my God, everything's yeah. happening, right? And sometimes, and sometimes it's not. But you take those days that you you, you remember yes. those days because yes. those are the days that the universe is telling you you're it's o- you're, it's you're okay. going right. It's all you're right. Okay. You're in the right direction. That's it's right. all good. That's so right. You know, That's so true. And and I I I wanted to have you here on this because those days, like a lot of those days, like the days that I'm not on set. But you still have like those wonderful days. Like yeah. I remember one time we did this. We we, we I, I love to talk about this because I still look at the pictures from when. And my daughter still has the um, the autographed uh, drawing from oh, it. Oh, of some because 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 totally forgot about that. Because she and because she and I because Ellen and I went on this jaunt with Jason. Yeah. Down to Orange County. Orange County. It was like Laguna Beach. To like a candy store to meet this vinyl artist that we love from uh, Tokidoki. Tokidoki. He's huge. Because I had started buying Tokidoki Unicornos for my daughter and I posted it on Instagram right when Instagram first started. Yeah. Right? And then we were friends. We were doing Dusty during that time. We were like, what the hell are these fucking things? Right. Why are you going to make me start buying these things? Right. Yeah. And so then we started buying these. And then I got into the... the, um, the uh, Bruce Lee ones. Right, we got right. the Bruce Lee. I, I could, we, we, I, I, we, we, we could take a tour. Of the <laughs> I know, I know. I right. Know. Oh, by yeah. the way, I also want to. We, we, we do some Kumu 
Okay. You got to learn Kumu because, okay. girl, that, that shit is cool because okay. you get a whole bunch of people from the Philippines. Okay. It. Yeah, because, I mean, we've done, we've shared so many things and we've gone on so many funny, fun adventures. Yeah. And, like, even just in venturing out for rare vinyl toys. Right. <laughs> right. We, we did so. Right. We, and, and, like, that day, I'm just thinking about that day and, like, part of being an artist and part of what I love about being a Filipino artist here in LA is that we have a community of artists that can share those type of things Absolutely. And, 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 and we can have those wonderful days where we're not even on set, but we're still enjoying and yeah. loving each other's company. Right. And we become like a family out here. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, like even the Dusty De Los Santos family, I'm like, we oh haven't done that play for what? And Gino and, and Heather just got married. I know. Ain't that a trip? Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a really, <laughs> I mean, you knew that was going to happen. There was a lot. And of congratulations, stuff. Gino and Heather, if you're listening, yes. you're awesome. Congratulations. Beautiful pictures on the wedding too. Y'all look beautiful. Um, but, We've been through so much. I mean, and it's fun to look back on all of it. And I'm just so proud now because I get to see you on like, you know, sometimes you'll be on like a little thing with the baskets promo or something. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my girl. And not even is that my girl. Okay, crazy funny Asians. Yes, we're talking about crazy funny Asians, but... Here we go, a crazy funny Asian who is now even currently right now working with Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Well, we're done shooting. Yeah, but still, right, you yeah. work with him. Yes, I have worked with him. I mean, one him. of the he's funniest so dudes. He's funny, funny. Yeah, as, he's oh, my gosh. Extremely, and he's an extremely lovely, lovely person. I'm sure he is. He seems like he yeah. would be. I've been, like, lucky. I mean, it's a weird trajectory because... I love that word so much. It's trajectory? Like trajectory. It's a cool word, but sometimes I can't say it. It it's, comes out of my mouth weird. It's a, yeah. I mean, tra- 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 trajectory. Because, you know. Tra- it's a lot of the trajectory. Tra- tra- and I just had my molar. I oh, is that what? Wisdom tooth took, came oh, out. Oh. So it's funky. Oh, yeah. Just, just on Monday, but I'm like Wolverine. Oh, the shit's healed up quick. I was really scared good. that I wasn't going to be able to have you on because of my molar, but I, I'm good. Oh, you're good? Okay. Yeah, I'm All like right. Wolverine. I told you. I know. I know who you are. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, it, it is. It has been a weird trajectory because I, most people like start off co-stars and then they get guest stars and then maybe recurring and and then you know and then you become a series regular. And because not everybody turns a one-liner into twelve episodes of How I Met Your Mother and, yeah. and recurring. I mean, that's that's a different. That like you said, that was a magical thing. It was. And but then it was. It allowed you to get. I mean, right? It's part well, of Well, yeah. Part I of mean, it? I think. Well, I think that. I mean, the the interesting thing about it is that I, th- there was a there was a a pause for a while. I mean, and I thought, well, maybe if How I Met Your Mother was is going to be the last thing I I've ever get to do, then you know, it's it was fun and it was an amazing sure. ride. Of and course. then and then I started booking other things, and then. Um, and then I got, yeah, and then weirdly I got um, uh, baskets, which also was something super specific. They were looking for a Filipina. Um, and I, it's, a, you know, unfortunately, like, it's not like when you get to see the word Filipino or Filipina specifically, that's a, that's a you know, a it's very amazing. cool thing, you know. And it's and, very rare. It's a diamond. Well, and if a casting director sticks to to that, that's also a pretty cool thing. Because well, so, we are miscellaneous brown, so you can like stick whatever you think right. looks Filipino I mean, in there. Yeah, and I've gotten to a point now where I've told my managers, like, you know, 
as much as I can play, maybe a Latina. I am not Latina. I'm like, so I would rather that part go to a Latina. A person, yeah, Latina person. Just like yeah. if somebody was Chinese or, uh, you know, Japanese or, or Korean, or, and they're going in for, you know, a Filipino part, you know, sure, I'm sure they can they can play that. But I, I, I just feel like, look, I don't want to be called in for something that's specifically Korean. I'm not Korean, right. you know? No, I feel And you. I want that job to go to... A Korean. No, I feel you. you. Know? I feel you. And so... Because um, cause at, at one point in our careers, because we've been in this game for a long time. Yeah. So at one point in our... In the, it was in, just Asian. All you could do was audition for whatever they could put, audition for. Right. Like, cause you so didn't, they're all ethnicities. We talked about it with Theo in, my, in episode two where it was like, it's a lot about opportunity. Because like, right. cause there was a controversy when J-Lo was, was cast because she's Puerto Rican and then Selena's Mexican. And it was a controversy because there right. wasn't so there wasn't That's even enough right. we had the fight in between ourselves for the ro- for the roles right. right but now because you have a Korean American writer who decided to write a specifically Filipina character right, right? Well, and and so here's the thing about the character of Patrice I didn't know until I over a year later mm-hmm. into my second season on how I met your mother that Patrice is based on an actual person. Sure. And I met her because <laughs> I was going to an audition. So uh, Courtney King's husband is a writer. He, She met the actual Patrice. Her name is Patrice. Mm-hmm. Uh, at like a party or something. And she liked her so much. I think the, the background is she liked her so much that she was like, I'm going to create a character after you. So cut to a year later. I'm going to an audition, and Patrice works for this producing team mm-hmm. that has this television show. That Great. It's, I okay. think it was a pilot. Okay. And uh, it was like a pilot for Sharon Horgan, who's like an amazing, funny English actress. And so Courtney, I think, emailed me and said, hey, I heard you're going in for this pilot. FYI, the actual Patrice... And I don't know if she knew that I, she thought that I knew that there was an actual Patrice, but I didn't know. But did she know that she was based off? Yes. So she knew so that she. So everyone knew except me. Wait, and but you told me that you, oh, oh, but she's a producer. No, she's an, she was an assistant, I believe. Okay, and said, okay. To the producer. Okay, 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 okay. So I showed up and we, and she knew I was showing up and I then knew about her. And like, I, I picked, like, there's a picture on Facebook with us and we look alike. I mean, we look alike. Um, and she's a lovely, lovely, wonderful person. So it's so that happened. So that was That's like a, a really crazy, trippy thing. And then the other crazy thing about How I Met Your Mother is that a year later, I think that's at the, my second season at the Christmas party, Marissa Ross and I are talking, the casting director. And she, I was telling a, a friend of hers how I got the part, just like I just told you. Uh-huh. And then she goes, oh, let me tell it from my side. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, well, two years ago, and hence the reason why I started it off talking about the the, the showcase. Sure, yeah. The ABC showcase. She said, two years ago, I saw you in the ABC showcase. And when I saw the description of this character, I remembered you from the showcase. And she goes, and that's why I called you in. Because it was just seemed too perfect. Sure. And she goes, and and so here we are. 
And so at that point, I think I'd already shot, I did, I had shot my arc in, in season eight. And so wow. at that point, I'd already shot seven episodes. But I stood there and I looked at her and I went, Oh my God, like I didn't know, like I had no idea. And that really, and when I've told this, this story before, people are like, that's the sign of a really amazing casting director who can remember well, that's, somebody. That, that, that is for sure. Uh, from a showcase. Years later. Yeah. Two years later. Like, but I think at the same time, that's later. that's what a casting director is, right? Right, that, yeah. Like yeah. I, I've, I've been told, even up. casting directors that I met in L.A. told me stories like that, where they'll yeah. be like, listen, I may not, not call you for a year, and then one day, I might just remember you happen to think I remember how well you did that scene because I'm reading a breakdown because right. it triggers it in my brain Absolutely. and boom there it is four years Absolutely. later I'm gonna call you in so. and it's just the truth we know we don't really know how to we don't even really know you know seriously because we don't you put a pebble and then the ripples and you don't yeah. know how the ripples go just yesterday uh, a, a woman who casts I believe film and a lot of plays in town she just emailed me, like, directly out of nowhere and just said, hey, I, I was thinking about you. I, I'm shooting, I, I'm casting a short film. Um, here's, like, she didn't even really give me a lot of information, but she just said, I just would like to work with you. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, how, you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's, I mean, those, the, it's those the, people the short that are, film that know, I just worked on, right? I just, we, I can't really talk about it because it's, it's not, it's going to try the festival circuit or whatever, but. Um, it was from a homie that I did a sketch show with three years ago and he like he remembered me not only remembered me but then highly recommended me for this film to the point where this homie just offered me the role and I was like are you for real? right oh wow okay okay great right I mean it's that's right. what I'm talking about with this community yeah. of people that we have. And, and part of that's part of the idea of this podcast is to almost highlight the beauty of the love in this community and how yes. we, because we share each other's stories and we understand where we all come from and we all have similar stories, right? And we, we all want to help each other. Exactly. So it's kind of like a point where here you are, you come and help me with my podcast because you all, you know, Absolutely. and, and, but, but also it's like that, that same type of thing where... Whenever you need me to do something, you know, need somebody to, you know, talk about their penis right, on I stage, I can, <laughs> I can do that for you. <laughs> I mean, it's yes. just, that's kind of what I do now. Right. It's, I mean, cause it's a weird transition because, yes. but we were talking about how you're kind of trying to make a transition too. Yeah. And, and, and make like, because I knew, know from, I've been, I've been acting now since 97, right? My first professional play was 97. But I knew from kind of like the trajectory of yes. doing my one man show and doing mini Pacquiao and then kind of performing on stage solo all the time. It was kind of like, like we're talking about, like the universe pushing me to do something that I did. And I tell the story of how, like, when I was in third to fifth grade, I listened to Eddie Murphy on my headphones. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of what I wanted to do my do whole, whole life. life. Yeah. And all the acting and theater and, and stuff has kind of led to uh-huh. that, but it led me to make a decision to not necessarily concentrate on the acting anymore and really put more of a focus on the stand-up and writing jokes every day and, you know, getting up on stage and testing them out and then, right. you know, whatever, getting trying to get into all the clubs. And because as actors and as performers and as artists, we, it's a long journey. Yes. 
And so sometimes you want to be an actor, and then sometimes you want to do yeah. stuff like what we were talking about with you, and well, how it's a transition. And it is, to- and I well, and I think there comes a time where you you reevaluate, or you get to a certain age, and or or, or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, I I. I, I I have a friend her named Sue Hamilton. She's a, a very good, uh, a great uh, director and also a teacher, acting teacher, acting coach. Um, who you know her motto is "Have fun or quit," and and I really believe that. And you know, life's so short that we have fun or quit we, is a good we, motto. We need to have fun or quit, like it's you know, true. and so. As much as, you know, I, I it's great to work. and, and Oh, and by and the I, way, I always, because, like, I take from uh, uh, Crooked Media. I listen to a lot of Crooked Media yeah. podcasts. And always a line of dialogue in the uh, podcast is the title of the episode. Yeah. And thank you for the title. Oh, okay. Have yeah. fun or quit. But, but, but that's not... <laughs> but that's not I, be careful. That's not yours. That's oh, not yeah, yours. It's not that's mine. not yours. So yeah. maybe it won't be the title, but that's... Right. A, just Something so, like that. Just so you Something all know like my that. creative process with the yes. podcast. Something have like fun that. or quit may be because the title. I, I believe that Sue has had that trademarked. Okay, so, but then maybe not. Yes. I don't want to have to pay Sue some <laughs> right, shit. Right, Never right, mind. Right. Sue, sorry. <laughs> no money for you. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I I, I just... Um, and it's not that I'm not having fun on set. I, I am having fun mm-hmm. on set. Sure. But I, I'm, I'm ready to tell... tell my own stories. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell my own stories. So, yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, the, 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 the next, hopefully chapter of, of the career is, um, is, you know, getting to act and, and write and, and produce my own stuff, but not independently, just to make that clear. Not uh, independently, girl, that not, which means she wants some. Yeah. Cha 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need it. Netflix, Amazon, you know, all of, cable channels. Hey, premium ca- and look at right now. You already got half the cast right here on this podcast. I'm just saying because right. I could be the good-looking pogey cousin that right. comes in and says something stupid every night. You know, I'm right. good. That's right. I'm good that's to right. go. And and you know, I'm already like that's why I'm laying the groundwork now because I, I know she's gonna be the Filipina Ava DuVernay. So I want to be sure. That would be amazing. I mean, that's... Or even the... I, 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 I also, you know, I mean, I'm a big fan of Ava. She's an amazing guy. She's amazing. Amazing. Um, I, I And I also am a huge fan of Lena Waithe. That's what I keep saying. I'm okay, like, can I just... I would love to be... Okay, now you know, see... The older... You... The older, you know, Filipina You just said the right name because... Okay, now I can... T- I got to tell a story. Yes. About Miss... Lena Waite. Yes. Okay. Chicago. Yeah, I know. Chi-Town, right. Chicago. So, and now I can finally talk about Jutes, because I haven't talked about Jutes yes. in this, ep- okay. in, in, in the podcast. In any, right. Now, first, shout out to my homie, Audie, because Audie and Edgar, I would not have Jutes. We would not have come up with the concept without those two guys. Right. We were smoking back there and came up with Jutes, <laughs> and... Jutes, if you guys don't know, Jutes is rolling papers. It's ube-flavored rolling papers. Uh, the three guys that I've, I've mentioned and a few other guys now, a lot of other guys, which is really cool, and I'll get into it. But we came up with the Filipino-American Cannabis Society, and Jutes is our rolling papers company, right? Right. And so we teamed up with this guy, Mikey, this manufacturer, Mikey, in the Philippines, and then finally came to fruit three months after we th- thought of this concept of ube-flavored rolling papers. Here go this 
You have them. Beautiful Jutes logo yeah. with the it's, Filipina. It and it's re- I really love it, right? Yeah, it's a very... And then design. six months after that, we got picked up by HBI International, which is the distributors of raw papers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is blows my mind, right? right? Huge, yeah. And so after that, we were invited to ComplexCon. And oh, if yes. you know, oh, yes. you know from the well, sneakerhead stuff and the vinyl and stuff and, yes, and Complex Con yes. is like our mecca, right? It's full, right. and especially from it's like my it's I I I've idolized Complex Con and Complex the well, magazine and it's also grown. It's grown to it, the, it, a thing of like so, a phenomenon, right? Right. It's, I mean, it's grown into like it's about entertainment. It's about. So now, many things. I've never, I, I, I haven't gotten emotional on this podcast, but I've, just be warned, I might get emotional during this story. So, um, I get to ComplexCon, right? Yeah. And now I know the list of guests for last year's ComplexCon, and I know that Miss Lena Waithe, yeah. Chicago, yeah. comedy writer, yes. who blew up Aziz with her writing. Right. Amazing. Is going to be there. Yes. And all I want to do is meet Lena. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Is that how you say her name? Is it Lena? I, I think it's Lena. I'm it almost positive it's Lena. It okay. might be Lena. It might I be Lena. I think it's Lena. It might be Lena. Okay. Either way. Okay. Yeah, she want to meet her. I just want to meet Miss Wake. Yes. Miss. Yes. The Shy. Yes. Okay. So anyhow. I go on live on Kumu and I'm like talking about how uh, this means so much to me, you know, getting invited and we didn't pay for Complex How We got invited. We were like yeah. VIP list. They wanted us to pass out the product and right. pass it out to all the celebrities and all that. So that was like a VIP. I was like VIP at ComplexCon like, and, yeah, I, and I get the, all this stuff and people are giving me free shit when I give them juice and I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. Right. And then I turn like it's like i didn't even know where i was because you're i'm like in a whirlwind of all this cool pop culture and i turn and there she is like five feet away from me she's like five feet away and nobody's in the line waiting for her to talk with her and i'm like the fuck are you what what Uh huh right huh right now i'm standing in line and there's just one other person talking to her so i'm waiting for now and it wasn't a line it was just me and the other person who was talking to her currently so i'm just waiting and i didn't realize i'm shaking because i'm like so I'm so excited that like this is w- all I wanted to do, and in the first 20 minutes of the fucking thing, when I get there, she, there she is. There she is. Right. So, I have the jutes. I have like three, four packs of jutes ready, and then I, t- you know, I, I introduce myself and I give her my hustle and I'm talking about how I'm a comedian and actor and la la la. And uh, but I have this company, and that's how I got here. And I wanted to meet you, so I wanted to give you these because I know you smoke, and I hope you enjoy these. And she's like, and I hope you have some Filipino homies that might enjoy it. Boom! And I gave it to her. Uh huh. I'll tell you that if you are like Lena, Lena Waithe, Lena Waithe, Lena Waithe, Lena, Lena, Lena. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, Lena. If you are like Lena, be like Lena because what she did was this. She goes, I can't, I, I can't. I can't take a picture with the stuff because I can't, you know, I can't do the endorsement type of thing. But what I can do is let's take a picture. I'm going to put my hand around you. I'm going to point to it. And let's take a picture like that because I can't really endorse, endorse unless you guys pay me. But you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, of course. I got you. I got you. So she took took the picture. And there's a picture and she's like this. And the shy is right behind. Awesome picture. Yeah. And then I, and, and I, you know, gave her the jutes. And then she goes, hey, you do table reads? I'm like. Oh, I'll do anything. And she's like, 
my managers, uh, my, 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 um, my assistant is over there. Give her your number, give your email, and I'm going to contact you and we'll do some table reads. Now I'm like, now I'm shaking for real. Right. Right. Because it's like, holy cow. Right. How cool is this woman? She's very cool. Fast forward three days later, her assistant hit me back. I sent her my stuff and all the other stuff. Right. I haven't heard from you yet, but probably because right. I mispronounced her name. But, but, <laughs> no, but no, but being real, like just in that interaction alone, yeah. everything. Well, and that's that's what I that's what I get from her, and that's and it's like I hear about these women that are, you know, that are in these in these uh, places of like. You know, they're writers, they're directors, they're producers, they're show creators. And when you get to hear or see, like, even via Twitter, social media, like, you can get the essence of somebody. And if you don't know them, I, I feel. and Just a genuine person. And I, she just seems so awesome and committed to, yeah. you know, just committed to getting everybody's stories out there, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I just, I do, I, I admire her hustle and, um, and yeah, she, she just seems like a cool lady. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a handful of women I can, I'm going to tell mention. you even on a smaller social media tip, she likes my tweets. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, even, yeah. even into no, that like, small yeah. detail, yeah. right? Like yeah. just, she cares. Yeah. She li- she cares. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. She it's really place nice. Herself, it's not. It, there's it's nobody not, above or below. Yeah. It's she has a little more power as far as in the game, but it's but it, but, right. but 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 at the same time, she, she understands she that power, very, knows how to wield it. That's right. And I, she just seems extremely down to earth. And so yeah, hey, I. Hey, um. Again, now we we shout out to Jason. Now we gotta. Hey, Lena. Just in case you're listening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come in and be on the show with. Come be on the show with Ellen, and then we there can talk go. about developing the show that we're all going to be on. That's, I mean, there you go. Right. See, look at that right. ultimate pitch podcast. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. So she, she's just, she just, you know, she seems like a, a cool lady. But she, I mean, trust. I mean, Ava DuVernay is amazing. Look, they're all, they're all. Any woman right now, any woman, not even right now, but there are a lot of you know heavy players right now well i think um, that's part of the reason why a lot of the stories are getting better not and, and I, I, I don't think so. I, I think so too i don't think not just and i don't believe it not just women and i'm not trying to like hey but no, yeah. but it, i think it's when the people who haven't been controlling the story for so long you know, because yeah. after a while, they you run out of stories. That's right. So why not you get tell stories from a different perspective? And right. you know, I, I mean, Crazy Funny Asians is Dynasty. <laughs> you know, but just told from a different perspective, from a different sure. environment. Right. You know, I mean, th- there aren't that many stories, but the the idea of being able to tell from a different that's why everybody loved Black Panther. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. It's it's a different perspective. It's why did you well, see Always Be My Baby? I did see almost be my maybe. It's hard to say. Always, always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. Yeah, I, I've been saying always. it a lot because I ask. I, I've been. We've been maybe. talking about it I a did. lot I, on the podcast. I, 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 I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, I, and I, again, you know, we we've been talking about how we're seeing stories that we know. We mm-hmm. all know the story yeah. of the 
the, the, you know, kids who kids fell who in love, yeah, and then they got reunited right. and all the whole and thing, then, yeah. And then, but it's being told from a different perspective. And with Keanu Reeves. Oh my God. And like, <laughs> oh my God. What? Can I just, I love, can I, I, I just love Keanu Reeves amazing. now. That, I love that he can just, he just fucking made fun of himself. He's just. I mean, I we're huge. My Nicole and I, my girlfriend, are huge John Wick fans. So. Oh my gosh, huge. Huge, huge. Yeah, huge. I shouldn't, we shouldn't say it. Like no, that. no, we should. You huge. should. You should. Um, I um I, I well, that's what that was Father's Day. Yeah. John Wick was Father's Day. Is that for, what you did for my dad, my dad, because my dad hadn't seen the second one, and my oh. brother-in-law Peter hadn't seen any oh. of them. Oh. So oh I God. I got my voodoo login so and I said good. look. I know we're not we're not going out to dinner. We're just grilling some shit. Look, yeah. this is what we're doing. The kids can go downstairs. Marley yeah. can sit down here because she yeah she likes it. My four year old loves John Wick. Yeah, yeah, she loves it. And um, like see what she's just back. She just yeah, she's, she's chilling. Just, she's just chilling. She's chilling. She likes to watch her iPad. She could, she could chill and watch her iPad for hours. <laughs> And I was watching this dude, uh, Gary V, on Instagram, and they were yeah. talking about how kids shouldn't be looking at the dad. Yeah, and I'm like, whatever. You know what? Shut up. You, you know what? No. I watch TV. People parent the way they parent. Period. You know what? There's this one person who told me that I shouldn't, I shouldn't tell people that I smoke weed, and I shouldn't tell my kids that I smoke you weed. Do whatever you want. And I was like, listen. You kids aren't stupid. You know what my kids are gonna do? Give your kids weed. That's what my kids are gonna do. <laughs> and then they're gonna tell you, "Fuck you. Give me twenty dollars." <laughs> That's what my kids are gonna do. Great. It's true. Then, then if they don't give you twenty dollars, my girls will beat that ass. That's what they'll Dang. do. How about that? Dang. I'm gonna cut all this out. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna leave it all in. Cause whatever. <laughs> no, but w- it's funny because we were talking about always be my baby. Well, really, what we're talking about is stories told from a different perspective. Yeah. And I think that's Absolutely. what our goal since we've gotten together is that. Yeah. Because I think our careers, in a lot of ways, are that, you know, like yeah. uh, just a, like a stand-up comedian's story told from a different perspective, a TV actress, film right. actress turned TV producer told from a different perspective. Because right. that perspective hasn't been told yet. The Filipina no, perspective, you know, the Filipina. My story is not 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 my story, but the story that I've written. Right. Has not been told. And, and one of those things is, it's it's one of those things where it's coming. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I know. Because we talk, we were just yeah. talking about how diversity has come in stages. Like, I remember doing the plays oh, where absolutely. it's like, oh, all Asian Shakespeare, and that was cool. Or, you know, right. all Asian, or, I mean, even like, uh, like, just currently with Mamma Mia. Right. And we were talking about how, I mean, the L, the LA Times gave it uh, uh, the review, I mean... They hacked. they Hamilton Mamma Mia. Yeah. I mean, like Hamilton is now a a, a, a reference, it's, right? And I think diversity and representation and all that got flipped on its head after that play, in a lot of ways. Sure, yeah. But I mean, it, it had been coming, and I think there had been a lot of events that led to that yes. play. Yes. And kind of defining colorblind casting, as it yes. were, but. Now we are now post Hamilton age. We're post Obama age. Where, yes. I mean, obviously with Obama, Obama was what made Hamilton possible. Yeah. Right. But I think Obama, even yes, he he workshopped and made sure that Lynn went to the White House and talked about it. But 
Obama's presidency made that shit possible. Oh, yeah. right? Because Obama's presidency was kind of like right. That was like the I, the example for all of us to be like, hey, guess what, what? can happen? Guess yeah. what can be? Yes. Because that that's what he that's what he'll always be for me was, right. was that. Oh, me too. No matter what, all the Absolutely. other stuff. Yeah. And we now live in an age where they people want to hear your story. I think so. I mean, well, because it needs to be told in in ways that we haven't we haven't heard it be told. I think that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I think between you and me and more episodes of Crazy Funny Asians, I hope we've entertained you this July 4th weekend because this lady's story is a trip. And I'm just happy that she was able to share it. I mean, this is only my fifth episode and I got Ellen D. Williams to share her mm. story and discuss pleasure. the the greatness of all that you've done. It's really cool. Thanks. It's it's a it's a cool thing to look back and see how much you've done. Because I don't know that you even know how much you've touched people out there. Like, cause like oh. you you represent a lot to a lot of people, and I think it's it's oh, very thanks. cool. I hope so. That that's that's nice. That's and it's nice. just gonna get. It, it's just gonna Tonight. reach larger scope. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, that's what I I I would. I don't I don't necessarily. I I just I want. I. I just, it's not about being famous. It's about getting your story no, no, out no, no, there. No, 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 no. And that's not even what I was gonna say. It was just more of like. It's not even like. Uh, I mean, it's about me, but it's more of like I just. You know my my thing about wanting to do like have my own show is that. I want to be able to give to others what I would like to see more of on set and also the things that I learned from the amazing people that I've worked on on set, you know, and, and that's... You were given a gift then that, that first day of... of yeah, and I, and I carry that. Like, I carry, yeah. I carry that, that love and that support and... And when I'm on a set that I don't feel that on, it, it bums me out. Sure. And so I go, you know, well, but to be able to, um, if I, you know, can have the chance to do that, 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 that would be really, you know, that would, that touches me. You're you going like to get the chance to do that. Yeah. I already know. Yeah, you put I it do in too. the universe. It's, it's going to yeah, go. I do too. I, I, I'm almost at a point now in, in my career where. Like I told the story of Mini Pacquiao tattoo. Yeah. And how, you know, it's, ta- it's tattooed on the, the uh, right ankle, on the inside of my right ankle to remind me. So you can see? No, it, n- no. Well, just, so I can see it because it's really nice and, and I have really yeah. good calf muscles. It's true. Oh, but, yeah. But no, it, it reminds me to take the first step. Yeah. Because that's all it is. Absolutely. Once you take that first step, upload that podcast, write that first word on the script. The, it it, it the really word is. That's been a really big word. Um, just in the past couple of weeks, I, um, I I started doing this art the artist way. Julie mm-hmm. Cameron's artist oh, way. Girl, but, I've, I've, I've done the artist way like three times in my life, girl. That, that, yeah, it's I a mean, great I've book. always started it and then not finished it, but now I'm part of this group. But one that's of the, awesome that you're part of, of a group because that'll help you finish. It. I, yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the reason I did it. And it's just kind of like perfect timing for me right now. But but. 
the 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 thing that's really uh, at least since I'm only in week two, but we had a meeting last week and and the word audacity, you know, it's always used in a way of like, oh, well, he or she had the audacity and to do that, and it's like, no, that's it. It 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 should be looked at as, yeah, like I I had the audacity to do that to think that that I could do it and then I did it, you know, and, and using that word in that way, I'm, it's, it's exciting to think about, you know, just trusting that, that everything is falling into place. Guess what? You know who else used audacity? Who? It's the title of his book. President Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. The audacity of hope. Hope, yeah. That's the shit right there. Audacity. And it is. It's really what we all need to be doing as as artists, as people of color, is just motherfucking having the audacity to like. Well, you know do what? It. Okay, yeah. so we can't use um, uh, the the the. Yeah, it's have fun or quit. The have fun or quit. We can't yeah, use that because well, it's trademarked by Sally. But audacity. I already know it's not going to be audacity. I already know what the title of this episode is, and I hope that. You all have a happy July 4th weekend for the rest of your July 4th weekend. And I hope that you all enjoyed the audacity of Ellen. (laughs) Bye.